When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh my gosh, you guys, I had, I don't like to complain about my sleep, but I slept. Because I slept on the like scale a, of sleepers, you never should. I never should because I'm an excellent you sleeper. Are. and I was heaven, <laughs> But I slept like Elizabeth Taylor last night. And how does she sleep? Because only you would yeah, know this. Please explain. You, she was probably Elizabeth in one of the past lives. No, I, when true. I say I slept like Elizabeth Taylor, um, it, meant, it means that... Um, you know, I had my silk. Um, I changed my silk pillowcase, which I you finally have talked me into after all these years. Love it, love it. It's so nice for your yes. hair. I almost thought about putting a scarf around my hair because I've got to have my hair last through Monday. But I thought, no, the pillowcase is good enough. But I want to keep <laughs> Such the eyelashes funny on. Detail. Oh, from yesterday's <laughs> from yesterday's film? photo shoot because we have our event at Lush tonight. Oh. Q&A with Kurt uh, and, and Ellie, Ellie. Hansen uh, for their book, The Barons. And I thought, I want to sleep with my eyelashes on. So I'm watching This Is Us. Oh, I cannot even believe trying it. Trying oh, no, not to yeah. cry my eyelashes oh, off no. because I'm planning on sleeping like Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> um, I forgot to take a sleeping pill. Um, and I was so... I, I stay on my back, but I'm trying not to cry. Impossible not no, to cry, but yet... This glue that the gal used yesterday was super good because despite bawling my eyes out as Rebecca was on oh. the train ride of her life, which was such brilliant storytelling, my lashes stayed on. I got upstairs um, and I looked at my eyes and I thought, wow, I didn't cry off the eyelashes. <laughs> so I cleaned my face all around my eyelashes oh, okay, my with cold cream, another mm-hmm. Elizabeth Taylor thing. I just rubbed it on and I yeah. just took it off the makeup. And then, you know, I did the, and as an honorary thing to face yoga, I slapped my neck a oh, few yeah. times. Because, <laughs> you know, slapping it, slapping we're, it. We're believing that we can bring these muscles back to right. life. Casey's sleeping away, you know, and he, we have a new way of sleeping. He, he'd played with the grandkids yesterday and they, he's worn out. Oh, he's worn out. Sure. But he sleeps at the foot of the bed. This with is, his feet at my head. Of course this he is, does. Okay, no, wait, it's so strange. And how he used to sleep, of course, get as close to me as possible with his head. He just loves burrowing into my neck. Now <laughs> it's his feet. And I have to move them because his shoulders need room to spread out. That's what he told me. You need a king size bed. Yeah, you guys don't have a king size no, bed. No, I don't either. No, you need I have one. A queen. We have a queen, but it works out. Put to head. My own king size. If, okay. if that's, yeah. I would be so. I couldn't handle that. No, we we we, you do. we screw. You know, sure, it the doesn't even matter. Way. But still, to yeah. have 
someone's feet by my head. I no. love Casey's feet. He's got the most beautiful feet. Of course you do. You know, I love oh his feet. I, you can't make it up. No, you He's cannot. got model feet. I can't believe I haven't enrolled him. Oh, they're so... At the Ford Agency. I, they're just the best We've feet. already had sex. Everyone's happy. We're at our ends. I've got my eyelashes on. I've done my neck yoga. Everything. I've done everything Everything, I but I didn't take a sleeping pill like Elizabeth Taylor. And I did not get restful sleep last night because mm. I think... You were worried about your eyelashes. I was worried about my eyelashes. <laughs> and my my mind was racing a bit with This Is Us. Oh, It was yeah. such a great penultimate episode. Told and I'm just going to miss everybody so well, much. Well, I took notes even. Oh, I, my gosh. I, well, first of all, I can't wait to get my eyelashes off. I don't know. Sometimes they feel heavy on the lid. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, take them off. I was I'm, happy. But may all I of, forgot we I forget, didn't even think of using them for today. Yeah. I mean, just but the, the way that they, you know, may we all look back on our lives the way Rebecca was able to do on that journey last night. It was so clever the writing the storytelling the only thing that threw me off was why did kevin age so much has it been 20 years since last week's episode was she like 65 in last week's episode and then it went to 85 no i well the kids were older yeah yeah if you're we're not going to give away the end or anything but yeah 20 years because kevin but randall wasn't that gray no and neither was kate but right. the gal dies. Yeah, it, yeah, and the kids were. It was not twenty years because the kids were only like eight years older. Okay, but I mean, Kevin really they aged. Did rage I mean, him. I mean, he aged like it. It was jarring to the story. Yeah, mm. I thought so too, Lori. That's you. interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe the beautiful one at the end turns to be turns the ugly to one. be the ugliest. And Although he's the quickest. still, he looked like a silver fox. He, he looked amazing. Here's what I, I kind of. Um, was talking to my little sister this morning about this. Does about, she watch a show? On, he doesn't. Oh, oh, she doesn't. She's never watched it, and I don't know where you can yet, but whoever, whatever. Peacock. Can you watch this on Peacock? Are you sure? I'm pretty sure it's an NBC. Property. I've never seen it on there, Lori, right. but I'm going to... Let me look. Grant, maybe you can see where you yep. can stream it. Because it is such a delicious show, but it's such an ode to parenting. Yes. And, and it is... What I got from it last night was... It makes me want to cry. Um... You know, they used the train ride as a metaphor mm-hmm. for going through her life and the way people need to are saying goodbye at the end of her life. Mm-hmm. We all know she's going to die. Yeah. Um, the mom. But it was how, as a parent, or as anyone who has something they really love, you worry about it so much your whole life. Mm-hmm. And there's always a saying, you're only doing as well as your best, your you're only you're as happy as, as your, your most, most unhappy, unhappy child. child. And all that kind of stuff. And you yeah. hear all this stuff out there. But the thing about it is, at some point, and the doctor that delivered the triplet showed up, said, at some point, you just have to trust the process. Mm-hmm. And I think as a parent, that's like such a hard thing to do, but such a wise thing to do. I forgot that Gerald McCraney was the doctor yeah. who delivered the triplets. The triplets. Mm-hmm. And th- there were so many words of wisdom and so many ways this woman, I mean, mom goals, yeah. 100%. And yeah, I think yeah, of how yeah. many ways I failed watching her and how great she was and and stuff. And she's just said, I made so many mistakes. And, and it's just like, that. none of that matters. Yeah. You, you were there. It was just so good. It's... I take notes. I was, yeah. I just, I thought, and then the Jody Mitchell song. Oh, yeah. That they play. This show. Really good. We're going to really miss good. it so yeah. 
much because yeah. it's network. It's available to everybody. It's on yes. a weeknight. You know, yes. there isn't much left that, you know, you have your crime crap, but this right. is no, one of those water cooler shows that a lot of people, because I still think that they've steady, you know, eight, nine million people yeah. every week. It really is poignant. Is it streamable, Grant? Yeah, you can get it through all the paid subscriptions like Hulu, Sling, YouTube Live. But then they also have it on Peacock, Peacock. like you said, which I believe there is a free heavy commercial version. Yes, there is. There is. So you can get some access to it through the free heavy commercial version on Peacock. And then we learned a new drink, the Vesper. Ooh, Do you have no. any idea what was in it? No, but it was sure was a beautiful. It was a beautiful drink, like and it's a James Bond kind of drink. But basically, what it is, it's a Vesper Martini. It was originally made of gin and vodka and a little Liliette. Oh, so really, it is half vodka, a little bit of Liliette Blonde, which is like a um, a Dubonnet or something like that. Okay, that's what I was going. An there. aperitif, cool, and then two ounces of gin. So it's pure vodka. It's yeah. pure booze. Booze, lovely. But that's what martinis yeah. usually are. Yeah, I just. That's a brilliant show. I don't want it to end. I don't either. Next week Um, it ends next Tuesday. I don't know that we're going to get the one thing that you talked about yesterday about Kate. You know, we're not going to get that kind of closure that you talked about how Kate has spent her whole life feeling bad. Oh. About Jack's, her dad's death going back and saving the dog. I don't know we're going to get that. Yeah, I don't know if we are either. But anyway, this is. It sure was nice to see Milo Ventimiglia because he hasn't been in the last couple of episodes. So I was glad that Jack. It's just in all the things on social media I was reading this morning, like People Magazine did a summary, and really, it's just a lovely show. It really has mm-hmm. been. It really has been. All right, when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. So we're officially obsessed with the Cannes Film Festival because... Um, it's happening. It's happening. It's <laughs> happening again. It's not any pared-down thing. And um, <laughs> yesterday, Tom Cruise appeared in a nice... Black turtleneck in front of um, he, they, they did a career retrospective discussion with Tom Cruise yesterday afternoon at Cannes. But it is it was not a Q&A because no no audience members were allowed to ask questions. The moderator just let Tom Cruise, you know, just kind of ramble on <laughs> making very Scientology like statements about filmmaking. <laughs> and we know this because Ramin Satuto who reports for Variety. He did right. the book on the ladies at The View. Yes. And the New York Times were covering this on Twitter. And Satuto noted in the montage of Cruz's films that they showed, <clears throat> the only co-star that was admitted, omitted, no stills, of Nicole Kidman. And she and Tom did oh. three movies together. Yes, Eyes Wide Shut, Days of Thunder, Thunder. and Far and Away, yep. which wow. is the last time Tom Cruise has been at the Cannes Film Festival. Yes. And I guess the moderator just let Tom talk and talk and talk and talk. And he compared making films to growing flowers and said he learned a lot um, from making sequels. Roger Friedman said after he watched it, it was like he was a combination of the character from Nashville, Robert Redford's The Candidate, and Chauncey Gardner who was played by Peter Sellers in uh, a very strange movie, you know, 25 years ago. That's such a random reference. Well, let's listen to 26 seconds of Tom yesterday at the Cannes Film Festival. And it is a little bit weird sounding because it's from far away, but you'll get the gist of it. How I can create an environment where, like the soil that that we can plant the seeds, that we will hopefully create a beautiful flower that one day someone will come and appreciate the flower that we grew for them. 
you know, and that's what we hope to do. And, I, and I'm available to, if anyone wants it, I'm like, listen or don't listen, whatever you want. And I'm here to learn also. Oh. Okay, <laughs> wait a minute. Okay. Okay, wait. Yeah, I know. Okay, wait. Okay. I'm available to... Not for questions. Not for you questions. You have to say that because there already was the rule <laughs> in place that he, um, no questions about romance, religion, anything about his personal life, all that is completely off the table. And how insulting <laughs> that he wouldn't show Days of Thunder, oh. Home and Away. No, he showed stills of all those movies, but he not. showed nothing with Nicole Kidman. No reference. Because remember... She is in Scientology terms. Persona non grata. That's she doesn't. Right. She's a submissive person who doesn't even exist. Exists. <laughs> She's not even on it. One of the questions wow. was um, that they and what he's talking about there is because his life is movies. He's very good when he showed the whole Top Gun cast. They just premiered. The movie is just getting uh, just premiered in Cannes like ten minutes right. ago, and it got a five minute standing ovation. Just before they played it, Tom got an honorary Palme d'Or. He was on the red carpet with the entire cast. He signed, um, uh, he took selfies, he signed autographs, mm-hmm. he talked to fans. He is great at being a movie star, yes. but again, he's just playing a role. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And the one thing, and what he says, and someone said about him, is that you know he will meet with everybody on a set, which could be hundreds of people, right. and get their story. And what do you want to learn from this experience? You know, you are a new cafeteria person and server. What are you hoping to get out of this experience? Or you're the new grip person. How can I help you make it be more of a positive? I mean, right. he really... That's cool. He does do that, and that's why so many people who work with him like him. Except for the people who worked with him on Mission Impossible when he lost his cool. Except for them. Yeah, last year and screamed and yelled at yeah. everybody. But he, one fl- he can... He, he, he can flinch. I mean, he can flip. He's but, a I mean, short fuse. He, he looked like an ageless vampire on this red carpet. I mean, Glenn Powell is in a white jacket and black pants. Miles Teller, all in white. But there's Tom Cruise just looking effortlessly movie star, boyishly handsome, taking selfies, signing autographs. He's, he's good at they it. He walked in. I didn't realize this. Ramin Seduto, he's a fun follow because you feel like you're at Cannes. Yeah. They, they had a flyover for the movie, a military flyover, and they came down the red carpet That's to cool. the Lady Gaga song, Hold My Hand wow. from Top Gun. Cool. And like I said, he got an honorary palm d'or, and he got a standing ovation, and he just like is so happy about it. But this movie is expected to save movie theaters oh, yeah. this summer. They're very excited. Yeah, and uh, then it's getting yeah, great reviews. It's getting great reviews. One of the one of the questions, and I think it's I'm very excited. Like I said, I watched Top Gun the other day. Yeah. Um, just- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Just to kind of remind myself the story because mm-hmm. this was such a fun movie when it first came out, however many years ago. It's not my go-to movie like a Dirty Dancing. No, not or, at all. But, you know, it, but it's, it's still, I want to see this. I want to see it in Same, a movie and theater. I don't need to see the original one. I was curious. Oh, yeah. I was curious about Kelly McGillis and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. here's one of the questions someone asked him. This uh, French... Uh, Today on the red carpet? This, is, this was from a Q&A yesterday. And this is something that else came out about it. Okay. And, and he said, you know, um, they asked a question about, about Surrey. How Surrey? Oh, Lori, I love you. <laughs> really? No, no. Oh. Lori's yeah. just. Lori is. Oh, just yeah. He won't talk things. about her. No. Right? no. He said, you know, um, the question was, you know, you do all your uh, stunts. You're super dangerous. You're a family man with children. Oh. Why do it? Oh, so that's referencing. That. So here's what he said. But he was ready. Would you ask Gene Kelly why he does all his own dancing? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, we're trying to get you to talk about your children. I know. So that he slipped <laughs> well, that one in the back. Yeah, he You know, did. he that slipped pretty, it in. That was pretty tricky and on then, that reporter's part. And then he said he was asked if there was any pressures from the suits and accountants to take Top Gun straight to small screen streaming. Because, again, this has been on hold for two years. He said, let me tell you. That was never going to happen. That's not going to happen. It was never going to happen. He was the one who said you can't, he, he's got so much power in making these Mission movie, Impossible yeah. or any movie that he does. He said it would, he would not allow it because they yeah. wanted, they thought about doing a half and half for this yeah. last year. And he said, no. For all the hard work that you're going to put into those flight scenes, yeah. you've got to put it. that on the big screen. It cannot but come on to your living room I could listen to Tom, uh, you know, I could listen to that clip again, comparing making movies to growing the flowers. Yeah. So you got to nurture it, you have to plant the seeds. So Zenu, it's so Zenu. You got to water it. Yeah. And I'm willing to learn. I love that comment. Are you, though? Are really? you? That was thrown in really? at the very end. Yeah. yeah. Are you, just, though, Tom? I'm willing to learn. Really? Yeah. New lines. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Welcome back. What happens at a Twins game doesn't stay at a Twins game. And I ran into Allie Kaplan and her whole family at the Twins game Saturday night. And you were telling me um, about VCon. And I'm like, what language are you speaking? And you're like, Gary V. And I'm like, who's that? So there is this big darn deal happening in the Twin Cities and this gathering of uh, Gary V. people, you're going to tell us about it, at U.S. Bank Stadium. So hello, Allison of the Shop Girls 2. Well, and well, hello, hello. And let me just say, I have no idea who won the game or lost, but it sure was fun to catch up with you. Oh, my God. We had a blast. <laughs> we lost. And it was an lost. extra innings, too, by the way. The game, <laughs> we won in catching up. And, yes, there is this amazing event, you guys. Anybody who likes uh, to know celebrity comings or goings, all eyes are going to be on the Twin Cities starting tomorrow night, actually. So Gary Vaynerchuk, little crash course for those who aren't familiar. He's one of those people who has, like, millions of followers. And yet, if you're not on that lane of Twitter and Instagram, you might not know him. That's how social works today, right? Yeah. Right. Oops. So 
Gary Vee is, he's a serial entrepreneur who really rose to fame in the early, early, early days of YouTube. He was running his father's liquor store in New Jersey. I kid you not. He put it on YouTube and he started doing these wine tutorials. Okay. And he was like one of the first people out there doing video and he got super famous. And he parlayed that into a bunch of different businesses. He's basically a marketing guru who has an enormous social following on all the platforms. And anybody who likes entrepreneurship and marketing loves him and follows him. And he's gotten really hot on NFTs. And so he decided to do this conference and to get in, you cannot buy a ticket. You have to have his V Friends NFT. I saw that. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) Here's what it means. I mean, so basically, we he's trying to prove that NFTs, these non-fungible tokens, are not just about art, right? You've heard about people doing, you know, paintings, but they're in digital form and then it's an NFT. He's saying an NFT can have any value built into it that you want. And so the value of his was admission to this conference and access to him and kind of being part of this whole community. Now, that said, he put out other VCon NFTs. You could now buy an NFT if you have a crypto wallet for about 200 bucks so is that the ticket price to go to u.s bank stadium is about 200 bucks this weekend so some people roll their eyes and think oh i'm not into all that but listen to who is going to be speaking at vcon okay such an eclectic group snoop dogg pharrell williams eva longoria mila kunis um michael rubin who's the ceo of fanatics um, you know, Sarah Blakely, if you follow Sarah yes, Blakely yes. of Spanx mm-hmm. on Instagram, her husband, Jesse Eitzler, who is also an entrepreneur, he's going to be there. Um, Beeple, who is the artist who sold the like $63 million NFT, Steve Aoki, Kevin Smith. I mean, it is so eclectic, you guys. But the one thing that all these people have in common is that they're all kind of early adopters. You know, Mila Kunis came out with a um, NFT show, you know, because she's married to Ashton Kutcher. Right. So it's all people who are kind of into this whole Web 3.0. That's who's going to be at VCon. And they're all going to be in Minneapolis this weekend. Okay, so are we, all right, so they're all going to be here and it's at U.S. Bank Stadium. And, and another and it's just... It's going to cost you $200? Lori. jeez. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's a once in a it lifetime is. because this guy is, is such it? a huge deal. And he came to Minnesota. He has a relationship with the Wolves. Oh, okay. Right? He, Who on the Vikings? He has a relationship with the Vikings, yes, actually. So, the you Vikings. Know, the Vikings launched an esports team, and yes. he's a part owner in, the, in their esports team. Do you think Three Gary is going to address the crypto NFT crash that <laughs> happened last week? Yeah. I think a lot of people are wondering that. Yes, I do. And I've already heard him talking about that. And his take is this is about the long game that right now people are treating this like they're day traders, but that's not what it's about, that you're getting into this for the long haul. And this is just the very, very early days. And you have to know that it's going to go up and down. But, you know, years from now, you're going to be glad you got in when you did. That's what he would say. All right. I'm saving my Bitcoin. (laughs) I just I just found it after four you know years it literally the last week when it died in the same day yeah so I'll save it but I still don't get the whole NFT thing but a lot of people I do know. And, I know and I know. so what are you hoping like as you know you are the editor in chief at Twin Cities Business 
Um, yes. What are you hoping to get out of this? Because they're calling it kind of like um, TED Talk meets X Games meets Comic Con. Oh. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think, first of all, I think it's not all going to be about NFTs. I think a lot of it is just going to be about entrepreneurship, okay, being successful and leadership. And so, I mean, I think it's just, first of all, anytime all eyes are on the Twin Cities and tomorrow night, this is also an invitation event, but it's happening outside of U.S. Bank. They're doing a welcome party where they're going to have nine local startups on stage kind of talking about their businesses. So anytime you've got that sort of attention and people coming in from all over and seeing all the innovation and cool stuff happening right here, that makes me happy. Yeah, Allison, yes, it's great for us. Where does everyone stay? What are the top three hotels do you think that people are staying at? Okay, so that's the stuff that we got to get. Yeah. I mean, we're we're working on all of that now, okay. and that's kind of the fun, juicy stuff. There are parties going on all over. There's a big um, five course price fixed meal happening tomorrow night at FEMA's in okay. Minneapolis, and FEMA's put up this NFT art gallery just in oh. time to show how you know innovative they are. Yeah. I think my guess, unfortunately, it's too bad Four Seasons isn't open yeah. yet. Um, I think there will probably be a, a lot of people at um, at Lowe's, probably at the Grand Hotel. Yeah, that's nearby that's close, to U.S. Right? Bank. Um, I think there are going to be people over. I mean, there are like eight to ten thousand people who are who are wow. coming in, mostly from out of town. Yeah, well, that's now, good. Downtown will be popping. Yeah, hewing. I think it'll just be fun to be out at some of the bars and just kind of see who you see. You know, right. I mean, you can follow along on Twitter. They're, they're the hashtag is see you at VCon. Okay. And there's a lot of chatter and everyone's saying, I'm arriving in Minneapolis today. And it's just kind of fun to see, um, you know, like Steve Aoki, who's a performer. We've had him on. Yeah. Okay. So he's going to perform at the Armory as long as he's in town. Like, I think there are a lot of people doing, you know, sort of things in, in tandem while they're here. Right. I would guess Spoon and Stable is going to be a good place to see and be seen, you know, mm-hmm. places like that. Yeah. You, you know, it just it was just so funny because you're talking about it. I'm like, what? What are all these new words? Yeah, no, Web Gary Street. just tweeted. <laughs> so hashtag see you at VCon. Gary did. Right. Yeah, okay. Right. He just reshared an article that we published uh, yesterday on Twin Cities Business, which talks about all the local brands that will be out there. There are going to be a lot of, you know, Minnesota food trucks, a lot of local yeah. brands will have a chance to show their things. So so it's all good for, for the Twin Cities, and, yeah. you know, it's just a lot of fun. I think it's going to be fun. I want the weather, weather to be a little better. Um, I'm a little worried about that. Yeah, yeah. I know, because it's worried. supposed to 70% rain, on, yeah, towards the end of the week. But, I mean, but yeah. today's pretty. Well, but everyone's inside. In the, oh, it doesn't matter. Our rain, city right? shows better well, when the sun is out. Okay. Except for tomorrow night. I mean, tomorrow night would be the time, I would say, if you're if you're out and about and you were walking over by the commons or you might be able to catch some glimpses because this whole welcome party, which they're calling a massive Minnesota meetup, that's happening outside of U.S. Bank Stadium. You do need a ticket to get in, but, you know, it's outside, so I'm sure you'll be able to see some you of can the, see the some of it. going on. Okay, yeah. a massive Minnesota meetup. Okay, and then you yeah. also shared, and I don't know if you can about Fashionopolis. Can you share that? Oh, nope. We're I, not going to talk know. about Am it. Am I going to get in trouble? Nope. We're um, not going to talk that, about it. That we're no, it's okay. okay. I think I think it's okay to say that. Um, I'm sorry. That when this? No, no. I think it's okay. I, who know? Who cares? Whatever. If I get in trouble, I'll just blame it on you. Okay. Um, four <laughs> seasons. It's going to be at the Four Seasons. Sorry. It's going to be spectacular in the fall. And yeah. when is the Four Seasons opening? 
It is opening June 1st. It's just days away. And if you haven't seen it yet, wow. It, I mean, make sure you book a reservation to have lunch or do a spa treatment. You know, there's an outdoor pool, which the Four Seasons doesn't usually do in cold weather climate. Right. But the Poland convinced them that Minnesotans will come out for a pool. And it is so great, you guys. When you're up on that deck and the skyline all around, it feels you feel like you're in a different city. It feels really good, and I think it's going to be a huge draw right at the edge of the North Loop and um, the center of downtown. I love it. Okay, so could you believe how crazy busy downtown Minneapolis was on Saturday? It really was. Isn't that nice it, to see? It was it, it wonderful. It was wonderful. Yeah, we just... We need more reasons to, to rally around our city. It's I, important. To, it is for important. Whole, for all of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is an important conference, and now we know what VCon is. Right, but are you going to go, Julia, is what I want to know. I'm out of town, Allison, oh, so look I'm at so pressuring glad. Me. I'm so glad I'm out of town. Not that I'd ever go. <laughs> I really wouldn't. Well, follow along. I'm fascinated. Okay. We'll, we'll be covering it. We'll, we'll share some highlights. Okay. We'll show you all the celebrities that we talked to. So okay, tcbmag.com. I can't wait. We will follow along. And then are you going to talk about it? Are you working this Saturday? I am. Yep. Yep. All right. I am. I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to rush over so I can hear Eva Longoria talk. At I see what she has to say. And she'll well, just be coming yeah. from Cannes. She's the, at Cannes right now, not wearing a bra. Oh, yeah. That made wow. all the headlines yesterday. So you can ask her about that if she had fun. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I will. She better sleep on the plane. Snoop Dogg has <laughs> not done anything except. Uh, Wake and bake, he tweeted, and is it you, is it me, who could it be, who could it be? That's all we've gotten. So Snoop isn't here yet. He's <laughs> not here yet. Yeah. And as the, the Rolling Stones never posted a picture when they were here, and Lori was going crazy because yeah. they kept posting pictures from their tour cities. Yes. I bet we get something from Snoop. Well, you know, maybe. He, he had is. a great time at the Super Bowl. Yes, yes. he did. Yes, and he's got some pretty wild NFTs now that I'm on his web or his uh, Twitter. And we're going to follow yeah. TCB Meg on um, Twitter as well. Allison, thank you so much for keeping us in touch with the pulse of the Twin Cities. This is a big darn deal. And if people want to do some celebrity stocking or even go to some of the events, it'd be cool. I tried to figure out how to get a ticket. And just that whole NFT thing made me rethink my uh, strategy. <laughs> you, you do need a crypto wallet, so you got to start. I, there. I have an Apple wallet. I don't know if they're the same. No. <laughs> Break out your Bitcoin. That, that, Try and pay for that, it that way. That's another show. <laughs> we don't have time. Thank you so much and good, good luck. luck. I bet you guys have a great, great time. Chat. Okay, All we'll right, talk have to you. Have a great weekend. Yes, you okay, too. Bye bye. Okay. Um, somebody is uh, sitting on the 24th floor of the government building waiting for jury duty, and she's watching them put up the stage. At uh, U.S. At, Bank Stadium. At U.S. Bank Stadium. It's kind of cool because it's mm-hmm. also on Twitter. You can follow it there. It's So if people are wondering what's going on this weekend, if you're out and about and you see, you know, Eva Longoria, Spike Lee, Mila Kunis, just hanging out about, or Snoop. Gary V. Snoop. Yeah, and I've watched some of Gary V's like, small YouTube videos yeah. and TikTok stuff. Not only is he an entrepreneur and all these other things, but he, with, like, these TED Talks, those are the best. He's got these really small clips that are yeah. just, like, motivational like what are you doing sitting on your butt you know but but like breaks it down in a way where it's like wow that makes absolute sense he's just got this 
this ch- chime to them where it just kind of opens your eyes to the simple things that we might forget as we yeah. go along through life. It's awesome. He's a he's pretty cool. Cool. All yeah. right. Very good. Listen, when we and now you up, know we're, we're we're going back back to the scene of uh, the crime of the crime can <laughs> Eva Longoria without a bra. We have to go back to the can film festival in on the Riviera. We'll be right. Love it. Okay, so. Um, Top Gun Maverick is over now at the Cannes Film Festival. It got a thunderous five-minute ovation before the movie, when Val Kilmer came on screen, and when the movie was over. Okay, so it's been a very giddy day for Tom Cruise on the Quasette. The opening movie last night, the zombie comedy, uh, was well-received last night. It's called Final Cut. It was described as clever and giddily entertaining and um the movie was going to be called z oh really um and the the ukrainian institute explained to the director of this movie that z has become a symbol of the russian invasion of ukraine oh so they changed and they use it in pro-russia uh demonstrations and stuff so he changed it to final cut so anyway, people were like loving that movie. So that happened. Also, you know, the other movie, we haven't seen this red carpet yet, but we did get posters today. Baz Luhrmann's wait, Elvis. Okay, wait, what movie? Wait, <laughs> Grant, Elvis. Grant, will you like hit replay? Because I don't know if Lori, mm-hmm. what is she, what is she talking yeah, about? Yeah, what is this thing you're talking okay. about? What is so this I'm talking is, about? I, the only thing that I think could make this better for you, Lori, mm-hmm. really, really better is if somehow in the middle of it, Sharon Stone did a walk by. <laughs> if Sharon Stone could or be Harry Styles as Mick Jagger has an encounter counter. with Elvis I in mean, the movie, but that's not going to happen because okay. Harry was on with Howard Stern and he did confirm that he tried out for the role and didn't get it and didn't get it. He right. auditioned for the well, Elvis. You want to know what I respect about that is that I um, love that he told us that. Well, and I also respect that they, you know, not everybody has. Excellent acting chap chops. You know, he's only had very small roles. Harry Styles. He's this had is, one movie, right, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. And, and this is a huge movie. We would want an actor who could act, you know? Well, I even don't, though I think Harry can, I think I think there's no problem in the acting department. I think I love that it he that you think he can do it all. I do. I think I mean, Harry is a triple threat. I Julia. think Elvis would be upset if someone who didn't have his craft home played him. Well, they wanted somebody who would could really transform into Elvis, yes. and I think Harry Styles looks too much like Mick Jagger. That's his problem. That's his problem. <laughs> um, well, and he saved it because once you roll that Elvis, I don't know if you can roll the you know the, the Rolling Stones dice. So let's keep yeah. him ready for yeah, Rolling let's keep Stones. Him for that. This so, is this is such an interesting conversation. Well, if you're listening, Harry, and, and Elvis, <laughs> Elvis could you know be up for the Palm Dior. That's how high the hopes are for this, and this movie. This is the big. This is the big biopic. It's Austin Butler plays Elvis. Tom Hanks plays the manager, Colonel Tom Parker. Olivia De Jong is Priscilla Presley. I mean, Baz Luhrmann has gone all out with these posters. They are like amazing. Oh yeah. We just haven't seen good movie posters in so long. No. I mean, Top Gun Maverick has a pretty good yes, poster. Yes, it does. But these really are, Ugh. they are giving me Moulin Rouge. Well, I was just going to. Yeah. Okay, so Moulin Rouge is coming to town next week at Hennepin Theater Trust. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a cast member on next week. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if you have never seen that movie by Baz Luhrmann, it okay. is... It is just Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Um, it is just a. It's like a kaleidoscope of color and song and music and dance and, and that's everything. What I think we're going to get from Boz, and he uh, gave an interview, and because he's in uh, Can, he said, "For me, if I think about America in the fifties, sixties, and seventies, Elvis is in each one of those groupings, and he was a very different Elvis." 50s, 60s, 70s, you know, so that's what we're going to see in the movie. And you're going to be excited because this is a movie soundtrack that people could buy. buy. We've got Doja Cat um, uh, doing a song. Now we just learned um, this is the Italian. How do you say their name? Maniskin? Maniskin. Maniskin? Maniskin. Italian. uh, Yes. And they sang, I'm hope, you know, we've played them before because they've been on Saturday Night Live recently. You know, I'm. What's that song? I'm holding, holding yeah. you. Yeah, well, he they do a cover of Elvis's song, which ends the 1968 Elvis special. He ends with I Can Dream. He changes into a white suit. Celine Dion did the hologram song on American yeah, Idol. To did. this song. If Along I Can Dream, it's a, it's a big ballad, you know, so yes. of course, Maniskin, or however the hell you Maniskin, say this. Maniskin, whatever. That you say their name, they have given their treatment, and Grant posted this trailer, he's also posted the posters, but to this song, it's very different, it's a very hard, kind of hard rock version, I guess, of If I Can Dream. Mr. President, try not to move around so much during the takes. I can't move, I can't sing. Well, that's another song we've learned I, about that's on the soundtrack. And very I need to make cool a correction version. about Moulin Rouge. Mm-hmm. It starts tonight. Oh, it's and it's through tonight. next week. Yeah, it's yes. here for like a, yeah a while, a ten days yes. or something. So okay, thank well, you. That's good. I'm I know I got uh, the correction on the air right oh, now. I know I love our little. Look at that trailer to oh, that song. I have it's goosebumps so good. still right now. All my mm-hmm. hair is up. That trailer with that song, you guys. The song's great, but with the trailer and he's moving. Yes. And every time a big part of that song comes up, Elvis stops and then move. Oh, yeah, it's Austin kind Butler of a looks- great, uh, like this, because it's such a soaring big ballad. And mm-hmm. so this have this very gritty rock version. I it's love cool. that it. song changes it completely. My mom will not like it at all. No, but it's perfect. I like it. And it's like mm-hmm. and if you listen to the even the old Moulin Rouge soundtrack, they changed like all a those, sting song yes. and they, they changed the music. Or crazy Rich Asians hearing all the yes. songs in Chinese, it's you know, so like fun. a virgin. We and, love soundtracks. Yeah, we do. Hashtag bring them back. Bring them back. Right. <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a quick break. You can listen to us anywhere with our our great app, My Talk app, and there's prizes to win every month. This is Lori and Julia, and we'll be right back.